Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Explain This. I'm with the star of the show, Robin Riddle. Robin, how's it going? Doing great. How about you? Uh, I'm so happy to to be here with you remotely. Um, we're in we're in different locations today, uh, but I'm so glad to be talking to you. Thank you for hanging out with me today. Absolutely. Um, so today is the topic is what we're what you're gonna explain is. <laughs> is a very common um, thing that people struggle with um, hormonally as they age, lots of different reasons and causes, which I know you're going to go through, um, and that is hair loss. So go ahead, start us off on explaining hair loss. Okay. So I always like to start out with some statistics so people know kind of averages on everything. So by the age of 30, an average of 25% of men and 12% of women are already experiencing hair loss. Um, by the age of 50, this increases to 50% of men and 25% of women. So it's mm. very common. By age 50, one in four women are saying that they have thinning hair. Um, normal shedding, because everybody sheds some hair, normal shedding is around 50 to 100 hairs a day. So you run your fingers through your hair, you have a hair that you drop off, 50 to 100, you know, when you're washing your hair, things like that. Anything beyond that, if we're coming out in clumps, we're having big sections, you know, you run your fingers through your hair and you've got 20 hairs in your hand, um, that starts classifying as, as actual hair loss, too much shedding. Um, a lot of times we see this as a symptom or outwardly sign of some sort of underlying health issue. Uh, so there's, there's a lot of different things that it can be. Um, it's one of those things when, when people come in for hair loss, it's like, okay, I'm just warn you, this is, it's going to be a, it's a big workup. Um, cause there's so many different things that can cause this. Um, and if it's something that the patient can say, you know, this one event happened and the hair loss started, then we can target it a lot easier. Um, otherwise I want people to know wide variety of causes and different ways we can look for it. Got it. Um, most common causes in men, one of the most common things is going to be an elevated DHT level. DHT is a breakdown of testosterone. So if the body's not processing testosterone and breaking it down the way we want it to, it can go down this other pathway and become DHT. DHT can actually um, affect the hair follicles and cause you to completely hair just fall out from the root. Mm. Um, it can happen in women as well. So we do have to be careful about that. Um, any testosterone use in men or women, it is a possibility. If we start seeing any thinning of the hair, that's the first thing I'm going to check if we've just started on hormones or something. Um, for men, genetics is a big piece of it. You know, the male pattern baldness. If, if your dad lost his widow's peak, you're probably going to do the same thing. Um, infections like in the scalp, stress, inflammation, hormonal changes. Those are the most common for men. Um, some of those overlap to women too. So the elevated DHT levels, again, I've seen women with DHT levels over 700. It should be in like the fifties and less. Oh, wow. Um, so some people just convert and create a ton of DHT, um, hormonal shifts. I uh, just recently had a patient that, uh, stopped her, her hormonal contraceptive after years and immediately started shedding hair, excessive amounts. Um, also getting pregnant can cause those hormone changes that can change hair. Usually with pregnancy, we're getting a lot more hair, um, but I've seen loss. Um, Post-pregnancy, like right after a delivery, hair falls out a lot. Um, so those big hormone shifts in the, in the body can definitely cause it. 
Um, hypothyroidism is another big one. Um, anemia, vitamin deficiencies, again, stress, uh, protein deficiencies, um, autoimmune disorders are another big one that will cause this rapid weight loss. And again, infections uh, of the scalp, like fungal infections or things like that can cause it. Um, so, so there's a, there's a wide range for both men and women yeah. and based on my assumptions. And again, I, I don't know, it seems like there's more you can do as a woman to fix this than as a man. Am I, is that wrong or is that, is that too extreme? <laughs> No, that tends to be right. Hair loss in women is a lot more abnormal than hair loss in men. Okay. Um, so usually there's more that we can do to fix it. Okay. Men, they've got that really strong genetic component to it, and we, we can't change genetics as much. Um, but, I, you know, it, it's stressful for both. It's stressful for men and for women to lose their hair. Coming from a female, I think it'd be more stressful for a female, though. Agreed. Not many of us look good with the bald look. And, Guys and, can and shave their head and probably pull it off. Bruce Willis, Bruce Willis, uh, yeah. Jason Statham. I mean, come on. They're, they pull it off well. They're sure. studs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so there's a lot of different reasons, um, but usually patients that I'm seeing coming in with complaints of hair loss and super stressed about it. Usually it's women. Got it. Um, so my initial workup, like I said, it's a big one. It usually starts with a lot of things. We're looking at a full iron panel to see if we've got iron deficiency anemia, because that will cause hair to fall out a full hormone panel. Are we, are we going perimenopausal? Are we shifting somehow something, some big change that's causing this to happen? Um, I'm getting vitamin levels like a B12 deficiency can definitely be a, a, an aspect in this, um, a full thyroid workup. So when I say full, I'm not talking about just getting a TSH, um, it, a full workup is going to be a TSH, a T3, free T3, free T4, a reverse T3. This is a critical part of it. Reverse T3 is absolutely critical. Um, you can have everything else in your thyroid panel be completely normal and even look optimal. But if that reverse T3 is off, you're going to be able to have hypothyroid symptoms, which include hair loss. Mm. Um, saw this recently in a patient that was the only thing that was off was that elevated reverse T3. And in fixing that, we've stopped the hair loss. Interesting. So Reverse T3 is critical. Most, most providers do not draw that. Most providers don't even think about a reverse T3, but you've got to have that. Um, autoimmune workup, especially if we have a strong family history of anything autoimmune related, we can look into that. Um, a CRP level, HSCRP specifically, that's C-reactive protein. That's a way that we look for inflammation in the body. So we can see if that's one of the drivers behind it course, doing a DHT level, um, but starting with things like that to get kind of a spectrum of what's, what's going on here, what mm -hmm. can we hone in on and start working on. Um, and then, of course, depending on the cause, that's how we decide treatment. Uh, if we can find, you know, a thyroid issue, we fix it. If we find a vitamin deficiency, we address it. We start those vitamins. Um, stress is a big one in this and stress is not going to show on labs, but if we have a big life event, we've just had a major loss, job is stressful, going through a divorce, you know, kids leaving for college, things like that, that are going to be major stressors, um, that might not alter labs very much, but that definitely can cause hair loss. So working on lowering those stress levels as much as possible. 
um, balancing those hormones if that's an issue. Then we've got treatments like PRP, which is platelet-rich plasma, where we actually can spin down. We do this in our King's Board office. We draw blood, spin down, pull the um, just the PRP part of the blood off, which is that top kind of gold layer when we spin it down, and actually inject it back into the scalp. That helps to regenerate the hair. Um, they make lasers, like hats that can help with hair regeneration. Um, medications like spironolactone for women. Um, if we have elevated DHT levels, spironolactone is very beneficial for helping to bring that down and stop the side effects. Uh, we've got this really awesome stem cell shampoo that we carry in all the offices that get actual stem cells to the scalp and help with um, regenerating hair. Because um, there's different, we see different issues. Some people have hair loss that's not growing back. Some people are shedding a lot, but it grows back easily. Some people it's breaking. So we've got a lot of different ways to go about it. Um, and then vitamin wise, things that people can try. Um, biotin is a big one. Most people know that one. Comes in vitamins, hair, skin, and nail vitamins. Um, of note, biotin will affect thyroid labs. Um, so it's always good to be off of a biotin supplement, especially if we're taking high doses for probably a couple of weeks before we draw those thyroid labs, um, just because it's going to throw things off artificially. Okay. Um, a B complex, because uh, a B12 deficiency is a big part of it for some people. So a good B complex, um, vitamin A, we don't want to exceed 5,000 a day on that. Um, vitamin C, vitamin D. Vitamin E, um, the tocotrienols is a really big one that's really good for hair. Um, and then collagen supplements, which we carry a lot of these in most of our offices. Um, but collagen peptides, um, increasing protein intake, all kinds of things that we can do to help. Um, so my big thing for people is I know it can be very scary and it can be very frustrating, but there are a lot of things that we can do to try to help it. First thing we've got to do, though, is try to find that underlying cause for why. So, so finding the cause, do the workups, and then there's there's a number of different solutions that you yeah. laid out uh, perfectly there. Um, before we wrap up, based on what you're seeing in the office, is it different in terms of how long it takes for some of these, whether it's vitamins, whether it's treatments, to start taking effect? Because I, I know that... Um, that people, if they know that it's going to take a certain amount of time, that maybe, yeah. you know, they'll be more willing to stick with it. A lot of times with hair loss, I tell people we need, we need to plan three to six months to mm -hmm. really see what you want to see out of this. Because first, I mean, first we've got to find the why if we can, but we've got to stop the loss and then generate the regrowth. Mm -hmm. And so that cycle can definitely take a little bit. So it's not like you start a new vitamin and the next week you've got all this new growth and everything's great. Right. Um, usually it's a little bit more of a process that we've got to, we've got to break the process of the loss and then stimulate the process of the growth again. That's awesome. And, and guys, like there, there is hope. And I know that, you know, uh, that can be a, a very, um, vulnerable thing to, to go through. And, uh, and Robin, I just really appreciate you explaining, you know, exactly step-by-step step what people can do if they're, if they're starting to notice, uh, you know, that they're losing yeah. some hair, you know, even at the beginning, or if it's like, I've been losing hair for the last year and I need to figure this out. So, uh, so I really appreciate you coming on and explaining this on explain this. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm happy to help. <laughs> uh, Robin, uh, thank you so much. Uh, is there anything uh, that you want to add? Are we are we good? Is this a show? I think we're good. <laughs> Guys, that is a show. As always, you name it, we explain it. Uh, thank you all for hanging out with us. Robin, I certainly appreciate you. Absolutely. Don't go away. Thanks, guys, for listening to this episode of the podcast. Uh, Please share the podcast with your friends. And if you haven't subscribed yet, please subscribe. Uh, We will see you guys next time.